Yeah, a guy who's laughing in his headshot. I'm not he looks sure. like the Ashton Kutcher of UFC fighters. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, it. I was trying to place what right. that guy looked like, and that's it. So I just want to see him get punched in the face. Hockey week! Welcome to Grab Bag Sports Podcast, our annual podcast, the only podcast we will do this year. We will not podcast at any other point about sports this entire year. My name is Mike. With me is Alan. Hey. And Andy. How's it going, everybody? And uh, yeah, we all got back together. It's amazing that we can carve this time out. Now, the problem here is we're a week early. We're usually... Uh, like Martin Luther King weekend, so like a week before uh, Blogathon. So we're a little bit early, and we don't know all of the details like we usually do. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and preview our annual Blogathon and talk about all the things we're going to do for the 24 hours of blogging and the Daytona 24. Uh, the song you're hearing right now, of course, is Hockey Week by the Zambonis. And real quick, before we got into Blogathon, I did want to say that last night, coincidentally, I met and became Facebook friends with, I met on the computer, uh, Dave from the Zambonis. And he sent us a message, and he just said, you know, basically thanks for uh, playing the music on the show. Um, and he just wants us to know that he appreciates that uh, we took the time to play the song by a band that exists only to write songs about hockey, love, and life, and hockey. And uh, he said to tell everyone that his band is the opposite of what you think that concept sounds like. They do not suck, and they actually write great songs. They just happen to be about hockey. <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, uh, thezambonis.com. You can check them out on Facebook slash thezambonis and on Twitter at thezambonis. Uh, so I'd like to thank Dave for uh, checking it out and being nice enough to send us that message and let us play his song. So I know you guys like the song, and I do too, and... So it's cool. So, Daytona 24. Alan, what do we have in store here? Wait, wait, let's go back a second for the okay. Zambonis. Sure. What, what are the other songs about, do you think? Well, the other song? No, they're all hockey. Right, right. But, I mean, do you think, like, there's a song, like, I want to get in a fight with you, and then, like, there's a song about being the goalie, and... Yeah, no, I'll tell you. Uh, let me find my folder. Hold on. Um, so, like I told Dave, when... My brother first moved here to Nashville in like 2003. He sent me a disc with like just lots of MP3s and there was a Zambonis folder. So that's all I really know about them. Um, so let's see. Some of these songs that I see here are Hockey Holidays. Uh, I Want to Drive the Zamboni. Johnny Got Suspended. Uh, Slapshot Man. The Goalie is Drunk. Uh, <laughs> this one, wait, this one. We write the songs that make the whole rink sing. Uh, the pond song, so yeah, just it's all hockey stuff. Uh, and you know, funny enough, just real quick, you know, we're in a band, and, and Alan was our bass player for a long time, and now we live way far away from each other. So finally, I got a new bass player, and he's in a baseball punk band. My friend Jeremy, he's in a baseball punk band called the Euchers, and uh, so I've been doing some work with them, writing some baseball songs and doing some stuff. So yeah, it's a fun concept. I mean, and, oh, and of course, uh. Dave, good thing you brought that back up, but Dave from the Zambonis is also in, we mentioned it last year, the Levies, right? It was like Hanukkah songs. 
And yeah. uh, that's facebook.com slash thelevees, L-E-E-V-E-E-S. And then also he told me he has a, a kid's band, and they're called The Macaroons. So it's facebook.com slash the macaroons. So uh, I liked him all last night. So I didn't know he was in a kid band. But. I think what, what needs to happen here, uh, Andy and I are going to start a band, and the only thing we are going to sing about is racing. Do it. I will write some songs for you guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is Andy going to play? Uh, um, air drums. <laughs> air drums. <laughs> I'm super good at See, that. What Andy doesn't realize is that we would put him on stage, and yeah. he would have to play air drums. And he'd have to come to practice sessions too. He'd have to practice his air drums with us. We have got to be convincing. We have worked up absolute non-musicians into four people who got on stage and played like three songs at a live performance. Hmm. So you you can do better than air drums. Uh, we'll have to work something out. <laughs> All I know uh, is he's he's just committed himself to air drums. So. I'll play a I'll play another uh, Zamboni song at the end of the show too. So in case anybody wants to hear anything other than the hockey week, so nice. All right, so I guess let's talk to 24 Hours of Daytona. Um, sure. The uh, the final merging of the two separate uh, Grand Am and the American Le Mans series has finally happened. I know there's a lot of people out there who want to argue about: Do you call it a merger? Do you call it a buyout? Who, who really cares? From a fan's perspective, it's a merger. Uh, all the drivers from the two different series are now in one series. I think that's kind of the important thing that matters um, for fans, anyway. Um, you know, let's let's not get into message board arguments about how it really happened, but all that's important to us is that all the drivers we love from both series are now in the same side, and they're all going to do all the same races, uh, and it's not just 24 hours of Daytona, they're going to do, uh, you know, they're going to race at Sebring, um, they're going to do, you know, Road Atlanta and Petit Le Mans and all that stuff together. And did I get that right? Are they still doing Road Atlanta? Yep, yeah, the uh, finale for the season will be Petit Le Mans, yeah. uh, which hopefully I'll be going to again this year, uh, and hopefully they'll have a little bit better Wi-Fi uh, in 2014 than they had in 2013, uh, which kind of driver in the uh, spokes of my uh, live blogging that I was attempting to do from there. What uh, Was it just crashing? What was the problem? Uh, I couldn't refresh anything at all. Uh, like for seven straight hours, I couldn't even refresh Twitter on my phone. How many people are there? Um, I mean, I've heard various things between fifty and a hundred thousand. I'll bet it's probably on the lower end of that. It's probably between sixty and seventy thousand. Gotcha. It was, a, it was a pretty strong crowd. For especially I think, I think the most important thing is we just need to know that you know somebody from that track is more than likely going to be listening to this podcast. They will be offended by what Andy just said, and it will be fixed for this year. Because of his sick burn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have that kind of play. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I actually did go and put up, what, three or four posts in the course of uh, Friday and Saturday, and then I don't think I posted anything since, like, ten minutes before race time. <laughs> Which one was that? When was that? Uh, back in October. October, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's how angry the whole thing made me, is that it made me stop blogging again for another three months. 
Great. So, Way to yeah, go, have, people. That's why I haven't gotten around to, uh, you know, putting up a post-race summary now, and pictures and all I that. Talking, I'm still angry. We're talking about a lawsuit at this point. I mean, Grab Bag Sports has basically been shut down because of Road Atlanta. We should sue. I agree. You know, uh, South by Southwest, did you see, uh, where they had a Wi-Fi problem? So they had homeless people wearing hotspots. Did you guys see that? <laughs> yeah. So they, they had homeless. You did, you did you, Andy? I did hear about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so you could pay, I don't know what it was, like five or ten bucks or whatever for like 30 minutes of, of Wi-Fi. I don't, you, you give it to them and they got to keep the money. Like it was, you know, they just didn't know how to do it. And so they, they let the homeless people walk around wearing hotspots and they got to keep whatever money they got. So. That would be one way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> People pay for yeah, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll volunteer to be the homeless guy with the, <laughs> Does that mean that I can just blog whenever I want then, so. That's right, exactly. You know, that's fine by me. So. Anyway. <laughs> we're kind of so, geared away from 24 hour coverage, but. Yeah. So, so the 24 hours <laughs> Daytona, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, for the race this year, I mean, I'll be straight honest, and I think Andy's the same way. It's, you know, both of us really haven't done a lot of research, but it's it's really due to the fact that you can't really do a lot of research for two reasons. One, um, they really haven't kind of gotten their crap together for a website yet. So if you go to the, the United Sports Car Championship website right now, they can't even tell you who's in the race. Um, luckily enough, there are a lot of rabid fans out there on the Internet, so if you go to the Wikipedia page for... Uh, the day total of 24 hours 2014, you can get a pretty good entry list and, you know, you, you can get an entry list for who was at the test sessions earlier this month. Um, but. Dude, I'm, I'm there right now. Yeah, I'm I, mean, I think what's really good this year, and this is kind of, you know, the, the kind of stuff we like is not just parity, but not knowing what's going to happen because they just took a lot of different classes from different series that had different rules. And they're trying as best as they can to have them race together now, and hopefully they'll be running about the same speed. So they're taking cars that were designed to do completely different things, and they're doing their best to make them work together. So what it really means is we have no idea, is it the prototypes that are going to be better, the Daytona, what used to be called the Daytona prototypes, or the prototype challenge, which are essentially the Le Mans prototypes, um, you know, which one is going to be faster and which one's going to do better. Because the other thing about, you know, the Le Mans guys is that a lot of these guys race Grand Am, and that's not really different because, I mean, a lot of guys have done this track, but those cars have not really done this track before. So it'll be kind of interesting to see. It, it's a really good amount of unknowns this year. I think that's what I like about it. Sounds yeah, good. I think, I think it's going to be super interesting. I mean, just kind of going off of last week's uh uh, pre-event testing, I mean, the top, uh, six cars for the, the weekend were all the Daytona prototypes. Uh, and then there was one, uh, former LMP2 from ALMS, uh, and then two more Daytona prototypes, and then, uh, there were a couple more LMP2 cars. So, I mean, nine of the top ten in speed were all the Daytona prototypes. But, since then, they've done a little bit of performance balancing. Um, I think they're going to maybe speed up the uh, the LMP2 cars just a little bit. Um, they're uh, playing around with different engine air intake restrictors, I guess, during the test. Um, so the LMP cars may speed up a little bit. 
Um, the other thing that I've also heard is that the uh, LMP cars, because they run uh, basically lower horsepower, they get better fuel economy, and so theoretically they can go a little bit longer on a tank of gas. Um, so it's possible that they can get through making less stops. Um, so, yeah, the whole thing's kind of wide open. It might, might be a little bit of tortoise and hare thing uh, between the two different classes that have merged into what's now just called the prototype class. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody really has their head around what's going on or, or what's going to happen. So it uh, should be a really super interesting race. Yeah, I mean, the, the other thing, too, would be interesting to find out if we can actually watch the full 24 hours this year. Um, I mean, that was something that, you know, when we did the first blogathon, uh, I think we were able to watch, I want to say, like 14 hours of the race. Um, and the rest of it we had to do via, like, people who were, like, streaming webcams from, like, their pits and stuff like that. And then we got all the way to the point where, was it last year or even maybe two years ago, where they streamed actual coverage with announcers on the website when they were off TV Again, we've, with this whole merger and everything, for some reason we've like lost all information. I don't even know what is going to be done as far as coverage goes. So, Didn't one I mean, of the networks uh, change? Didn't they sell a yeah. network or something? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, this used to be on Speed TV. Speed right. is now Fox Sports 1. Okay. So I don't even know if I get that. I, yeah. I, moved, I changed to Xfinity. I, I had DirecTV for years. so I don't know. I'll have to look and see. Or watch online. Yeah. I've really got internet now. So. I've done a legal stream somewhere. Oh, yeah, I'm good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at that part. Yeah, this so, is a good uh, point. I, I haven't seen a, a schedule anywhere. I guess I haven't looked hard enough, but I haven't even seen a schedule as to how many hours and what time frames are going to be telecast this year. So, And then the, the live streaming thing. I don't know anything about that. I don't know if they're doing that again this year or not. Again, it could it be just that we're a week earlier than usual, or do you guys usually know by this point? No, we usually know by this point. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, um, okay, so uh, this year we're doing we're going to do like a fantasy game to make Blogathon more interesting, at least for us, and maybe. Like Alan said, five of our readers. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna pick. Oh, five What's that? Uh, well, Five my dad now? might. Well, might get my dad to read. <laughs> okay. Well, here's, here's what I would say: we we put this down as to our five readers who are hardcore. We challenge <laughs> you to be smarter than us. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that won't take much for me. But uh, right. So we're gonna pick like not only the race, but any or some of the a lot of the sporting events going on during the 24 hours or directly after it. In the case of the Pro Bowl. And we're going to pick, and we have a point system for each. And so feel free, if you do listen to this podcast or read our picks on the blog, to go ahead and make your own picks and join in. And uh, and we're going to see it's just something new that we're trying this year to make it sort of a very confusing and, you know, <laughs> a, a fantasy game, I guess. So. Yeah, I mean, really what it's more about is that, you know, the blogathon has always been a celebration of all sports that are kind of going on in that period. So what I've got is kind of a, a pretty big mix. Um, we're going to start with the 24 hours of Daytona, obviously, but then we've got the Pro Bowl. We've got the Australian Open. Um, UFC has a fight card that night. There's a lot of um, NCAA college basketball. I think we have nine NHL games. 
uh, eight or nine NBA games, and then there are a countless number of soccer slash football matches, depending on where you're from. Um, so we're going to pick across all of the, all of these. Uh, a lot of these we have absolutely no idea what we're picking. We just know the sports <laughs> happening. And for a lot of these, I tried to get ones that I knew could be at least on TV, or you could at least find them, uh, you know, on the internet more than likely. Um, we'll get to them as we go through them, but uh, the way we start is with the 24 Hours of Daytona. Um, we're all going to be picking cars uh, that are running this race. We each get to pick five cars, and then whoever is first, second, or third at the race, if your car that you picked is at first, at the six-hour mark, they'll get six points. If they're second, you'll get four points, and if they're third, you'll get two points. And then the same thing at the 12-hour mark, 18-hour mark. And then when the race is over, you'll get double points. So if you pick the winning car, you'll get 12 points for that. So um, we said we would do this draft style. Um, so before we started this podcast, we had a pretty intense uh, rock, paper, scissors over – an audio, audio, an audio call <laughs> with without video, and I got the honors to go first, which means I will go last when we come to some other sporting events. But for the race, I get to go first, <sighs> and I am opening up this entry list for the first time ever. And I guess it's a no-brainer. I'm gonna go with the zero one Chip Ganassi car. Oh, that was my car. If only I scissors or rock. I don't even know if that's really based on the fact that they win a lot. I think it's really just more based on the fact that I like Scott Pruitt, and at some point he's going to say hi to his family. <laughs> you, oh, we need to add that in there. The first hi to the family. Okay, uh, I will, I'm adding that in. That'll be a selection. Okay. From when we're yes, done. that needs to be added in. Uh, however, I was going to interject that we just may, for the first time ever, have a uh, a downtrodden hi to my family at home this year um, because the Ganassi team switched to the uh, Ford EcoBoost engines. It's a twin-turbo V6 uh, as, a pro- as opposed to the different V8s that they've run uh, in their cars over the course of the last few years. Um, they actually left the pre, uh, uh, pre-event testing a day early uh, because they were afraid they were going to blow up the engine. Um so they don't have all their bugs worked out just yet. Wow. They, they were fast. They were third overall in testing. Hey, let, let's get something out of the way, too. The <laughs> last, was it two, I think it was two years ago when we, we actually did this game once before. Not, not picking all the races, but we all tried to guess when he was going to say hi to his family at home. Right. And he actually did it pre-race. But then he did it again later in the race, too. <laughs> we should probably establish a rule that it has to be in race. Right, pre-race highs are fine, they're fun, but it doesn't affect our game. Right, right. it doesn't count. It has to be within the 24 hours. Right. Agreed. <laughs> All right. Now, okay, and also, are we picking, like, how will we know, because we're looking at Wikipedia right now, um, based on what other fans have posted with their research, which is probably right, but what happens if they switch out a, a driver? Like, we're picking a car, right? Is that yeah, what we're, we're picking cars. We're okay. not picking right. drivers. Okay, so then my pick, I'll go with the Ganassi 02 car. Alright. Um, so my first pick, I will go with the, uh, number 10 Wayne Taylor racing car. Is that number 10 you said? Yep. 
right, I'm keeping track of all this in our spreadsheet. All right, now, are we going snake style? Do you go again, or do I start up again? Uh, we can do it however you guys want. Uh, nah, just go back to Alan. Yeah, all works. right, all right. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about this way too long. I am going with the number five Action Express. All right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, really. I can't. I was just thrown off by the fact that McNish is is not available to me because I was going with him. Uh, all right. So give me this. I don't know. Give me this Wayne Taylor. Ten- oh, is that what you just picked? So yeah, I'm, gonna that's one I- I'm gonna be so bad at this. <laughs> give me the Marsh Racing Thirty One. I like that one. That's a good yeah. car. I wasn't about to pick it, but I'm a big Boris Sud fan. <laughs> um, so my second pick will be the Spirit of Daytona Corvette. What number is it? I'm just writing down the car Excuse numbers. Me, 90. Number 90. nine, the Spirit of Daytona. Oh, that's the. Are they still in a blue Corvette? Do you know? That was actually a nice looking car. Yes, uh, it's blue with light blue this year. Ooh, really mixing it up. Alright, I'm sneaking around in this thing, just seeing if I can steal something from Mike. Oh, <laughs> nope. Fl- flying lizards in a GT this year. Oh, don't think I might not use my fifth pick on them though. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go with the uh, number 99. You're fast. 99. The Red Dragon. Alright. Oh. Hold on, where's that one? Oh, I missed out on the Red Dragon. Yeah, uh, the partial partial season entries. Right, right, right. I see it. Uh, okay, I'm going to go because it's in the name Extreme, so I feel like I should go with Extreme. Uh, I'm going to go with the one, but they only have three drivers, so I'll probably add one, you think? Uh, or yeah. they go with three, maybe? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that looks like that's a mixture of uh, Scott Sharp and David Brabham, who are Le Mans drivers, but then... Uh, uh, Ryan Dial, who actually won the Daytona 24, um, so he yeah. was in Grand Am. So, all right, so yeah, I'm taking that one. Take. All right, Andy, you're up. I'm up. Um, I will go with the six, the Muscle Milk Areca Nissan. Mr. Lucas Lure, my guy, Lucas. All right, here's my first pick that I don't even know if it's going to show up. The number 25. <laughs> What's that Ooh. mean if it's going to so, show up? So the background here is that um, most, uh, you know, for anybody who follows racing, they they might know a little bit about this story, but for folks who don't, there's a, there's a big group of Venezuelan drivers um, who are basically all funded by, the, it technically claims to be a sponsorship either by Citgo or by P- PDVSA. Both of which uh, are Venezuelan government-owned oil. Um, okay. So it's basically Venezuelan government money. What recently came out at the end of last year is that apparently there are some drivers, and they haven't named any of them who they are, but there are some drivers who are apparently just taking money out of this government pot and nobody's approved it. And they won't name which drivers it are, but basically Venezuela said they're not approving any more driver sponsorships unless it was the ones that were actually approved. The one that one driver came out and said, well, you know, um, I'm completely approved. Well, that was in Formula One and he doesn't even have a ride anymore. Um, gotcha. But 
would be interesting is that this car is uh, Enzo Portalicio, and his car has the Venezuelan flag on it, and it's basically Star Motorsports Team Venezuela, and it'll be interesting to see if the car actually makes it. Okay. Uh, I'll take... Uh, what's this 87 car? I'll take that Bar 1 Motorsports. Sounds good. <laughs> Ooh, and that has Venezuelan driver EJ Vizo. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You got the Venezuelan connection, too. <laughs> um, by all of this reasoning, I should take the number 8 Starworks car with Alex Popow in it. Um However, I'm going to buck the trend and wuss out and go prototype again um, with the 42 Oak Racing Morgan Nissan. All right. That only works if you pronounce all of the drivers' names. Because they all have, I'm not saying you can't pronounce them. I'm just saying they all Gustavo. Have. Yeah, we got Gustavo. We got the Yak, Gustavo Yakuman. <laughs> we got Olivier Pla, and we got Roman Rusinov. I like the Rusinov. So. Yeah, Pla and Rusinov were very good in the uh, World Endurance Championship last year. I feel, uh, I feel weird that we're picking five cars and that this is going to be my final pick. Um, but I think <laughs> next I'm going to go with the number 60, um, seeing as they were Ooh. defending champions last year. <laughs> yeah. Although, to, to Andy's point, they are running the EcoBoost that may blow up. Well, you could get maybe the six-hour mark. That's true. That's true. That's true. Although I will also say that I I also read about the EcoBoost cars that um, they have yet to have the – apparently it was an exhaust problem, um, that the exhaust was like overheating or something, and the teams had yet to finalize what their exhaust systems were going to be, and so they were were possibly experimenting with different things. So they may be coming back with a, uh, a more conservative approach. For the actual race, so maybe the Andy, whole thing. I'm going to be serious for a second. Where do you get this information? <laughs> he was also reading this. I got sources, boy. Uh, it's all Marshall Pruitt stuff from uh, Racer.com. So wow. yeah, plot- you shouldn't say that. You should be like, I've got dudes walking the pits for me. Yeah, I got inside sources. Taking pictures. I, yeah, I got people texting me stuff. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah like, was- when we start talking about music, I'd be like, my my friend Dave from the Zambonis, he was telling me. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I'm not saying that, like, it would be crazy for him to know this information. I mean, like, I'm a big racing fan, but, I mean, I don't I don't have that amount of idea. Just like, you know, I'm a football fan, but I'm not, like, listening to Adam Schefter every day, you know? Right, that's what he sounds. He sounds like the Adam Schefter of this stuff. He's like, you yeah, know, yeah. my sources are telling me this. Yeah, we're just going to call Andy the Chris Mortensen of racing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh all right, give me the Zero Delta Wing car. Nice. Ooh. Do you know anything about the Delta Wing? No, I recognize two of the names, though, so I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> All right, so the Delta Wing, just so you know, is an experimental race car. Um, they originally proposed it to be the replacement for the IndyCar series, but it was originally going to be a tricycle. But then <laughs> okay. a- apparently racing regulations say a car has to have four wheels. So what they did is they put two skinny tires on the front of it. Nice. I know you're a big Saturday Night Live fan, but if you remember anything about the ambiguously gay duo um, cartoon, it yeah, I remember them. It basically looks exactly like that car. Oh. Hey, it's mine. It's my Delta Wing. 
Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the last pick of the draft. Uh, last pick. Well, I'm going to go crazy on this one, so I'll go with the number three Corvette in the uh, GT Le Mans class. Ooh. That's the one with Antonio Garcia, Jan Magnussen, and Ryan Briscoe. Briscoe. So you're so saying there's, that a whole lot of prototypes are going to blow up then? Uh, that is what I'm banking on with that. His, his sources have, have told him that. So. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be another one of those crazy years like, uh, we're actually due for another crazy year, like 94 when a GT car won overall and like 2003 when a GT car won overall. So, uh, yeah, we've been, uh, that happens about once every 10 years that something wacky like that happens. So there you go. Number three is going to win it. Now, the sources that, that the sources that you got your information from, did they actually plant stuff on the cars? <laughs> I can't. Uh, there'd be litigation if I said anything. <laughs> more, so. Just know uh, that Flying Lizard is my car. I didn't pick them, but we all know. Ooh, yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah, you know. And they I were fast my head, class not my testing. Heart. So. <laughs> all right, so we're so we're good there. We've got our five picks. Now, the last thing that we're going to pick that we just announced, you have to pick the time, and we're talking about the time from the moment the race starts. So, you know, you have to give your hour and your minute, or just minutes if you think it's one minute in, uh, <laughs> when Scott Prude is going to say hi to his family at home. And we're only counting when he does it on TV. Um, All right, so what's the point system here? Like, uh, yeah, close gets what, five points? Yeah, that sounds good to me. All right, yeah. so closest, second closest. That, that or, needs or, to have some pretty significant weight on it, I think. That's important. Yeah. We'll say 5-3-1. Okay, all right. That's worth at least five uh, soccer games as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so, I, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not like a draft. So I'll say, uh, let's say two hours, 43 minutes for me. All right. What about you, Andy? Uh, I'm going to go early. I'm going to bank on Pruitt not running the first stint and then sticking a mic in his face like right away. Uh, so I'm going to go 52 minutes. Wow. That's good. That's a good plan. Um, <laughs> let's see. I am going to – let's see. I mean, Andy's right. I mean, if he's not running the first stint, it's probably going to be quick. In fact, so quick. I'm gonna say it's like four, I'm gonna say it's 14 minutes in. <laughs> well, that's pushing all the chips in right there. I like it. You guys will be so disappointed when he's driving the first one. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll both be out by the time the green flag drops. <laughs> it's gonna be especially bad if he's not doing the first stint. They're gonna interview him pre-race, and they're definitely not gonna interview him right at the beginning of the race. <laughs> <laughs> um. So now, in addition to, before we get to the other sports, in addition to the, to the race, obviously we cover all the other sports, but there's a couple of other things that we do every year, and that's, uh, first is the Mario Kart. And so we're gonna put up a whole schedule. I think last year, when did we start Mario Kart? Was it 11 Eastern? Yeah, it was like 11. I think the yeah. race cuts off at 10 and we start at 11. Okay. And then, um, and then also I started a couple years ago with Driven, uh, doing a movie. So, like, I'll live blog a movie, and I think I usually start that at, like, 1 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. 
So we'll do Mario Kart for a couple hours, then I do the movie, something like that. So again, we'll have the schedule up. And this year, the movie that I'm doing is Hockey Moms. It was a Canadian TV movie about uh, Battle of the Sexes on the hockey rink. And uh, it was released on Canadian TV, I believe, as Chicks with Sticks. So if you would like to watch Chicks with Sticks with us, a.k.a. Hockey Moms, it's streaming on Netflix, and you can watch with us and live blog and comment with us. So uh, just, just make sure whoever you're telling... I'm watching Hockey Moms. Hockey Moms, yeah. Exactly. Don't, don't say you're watching Chicks with Sticks. Um, <laughs> by, by the way, no, I think Chicks with Sticks is the better title. By the way, did you see that the U.S. Olympic women's team, how they were practicing by playing high school boys' teams? Yeah, that, that's, that's the thing. That's what I don't understand. I saw that story as well. But, I mean, you know, the, the obvious media catch was, you know, they're practicing by playing men. But, I mean, why aren't they practicing by playing, I don't know, college guys college. at least? Well, but the thing is they were losing. <laughs> they lost some of the games. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, like I was thinking maybe playing college girls. Yeah. Right, and so I think a well, lot. Well, no, these, most of these most of these girls, I mean, they've been in college, so I mean, like they played college hockey. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, just by warming up for the Olympics by playing high school boys, and then you're losing some of the games. I don't yeah, know. I mean that's that's what they always say, right? I mean, you know, it's just like you know, putting a weight on your bat. You know, you just do something that's incredibly hard, so it's supposed to be easy when you get back right. into the competition. Right. The question is, like, where where do you draw that line? I mean. If these boys are, I mean, are they beating them by one or are they beating them by like twenty-two? You know? No, no, it was no. They were close. They were close scores. And you know, you have the thing where, where like some of these schools, these boys are probably been playing hockey together for a long time, so it's a yeah. team against. Uh, but uh, yeah. anyway, so Hockey Moms is the movie. Now, I will say that for the first time, probably since the first year we did this, I am going to miss a few hours of Blogathon. And so it's just something came up. I actually have a book signing that I'm doing and playing some music. And so that's like, what, Eastern time? I guess it'll be 7 to 9 Eastern time. So I hope to be home uh, right around the start of Mario Kart. So, sorry. I'll be I out. I hope something amazing happens when you're not watching. Yeah. <laughs> so that those cars are going to blow up. The Delta Wing is going to fly. <laughs> it might. Become, it might fly. Plane. You don't know that it can't fly. <laughs> so, it is a uh, wing. Yeah, exactly. That's and right uh, Andy, might be, are you, do you think you might be coming out? Yeah, I'm hoping that uh, myself and hopefully the entire Speed Geek clan will be uh, yeah, yeah. making a trip to Murfreesboro. So. It'll be wild, man. Uh, My kids, your kids, Brett's kids, it'll be wild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> it'll be fun. So, so both of us might be MIA for a few hours. Uh, Alan yeah. will be holding down the fort. I think at that point, uh, Alan, your wife should jump in and start blogging too. I, yeah, mm. that sounds good to me. All, <laughs> all I know is for the past two years, when Blogathon has come around, she's like, "Awesome, I can sleep in, and you will watch our son." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how it goes. So, uh, okay, so after we do Mario Kart and then we do the movie, usually that's when the Australian Open comes up. So, do we want to jump to that and pick our players there? Yeah, I'd say we can go to the Australian Open. Um, it, it hasn't actually officially started yet. It starts tomorrow night for us at 7 o'clock. 
Um, so it's not like we can have any kind of, you know, advantage, but I think this is where, specifically for picking the Australian Open, what we said we'd do is we'd go ahead and just pick now. We're going to pick, each of us picks one person from the men, the women, men's doubles and women's doubles, and why the hell not? Let's throw in the mixed doubles. Um, and then if the person is the winner of the Australian Open, we get six points. If they're the runner-up, we get four and if they make it to the semifinals, we get two points. Okay. But what I would say is this is also where we might need to put a deadline uh, on our readers. Are um, not saying you know we have to say they have to pick by next weekend. I'm just saying let's say pick before the quarterfinals, before it's down to the final eight. You know. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing yeah. on the line right now, but. Hopefully next year we can come up with something that like you know have something interesting riding yeah. on it. So uh, okay, so Andy, you're up first. We're just picking one for each. Yeah, just one for each. So let's start with the men's singles. Okay. All right. Well, I'm about to ruin both of your nights right here by. Picking- oh come on. Yes, you got it. I'm <sighs> picking the Joker. God. <laughs> I can't pick. I can't pick anyone else with a clear <laughs> conscience. Uh, let me see. Who is, uh. You could always trade me two of your, uh. <laughs> for Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick someone and, and I'm gonna want him to win, but deep down inside we know who I'm cheering for, so. Uh. Let me go ahead and take Andy Murray. Nice. You know, I just looked at this thing. I didn't realize how far Roger Federer has fallen. He's only ranked number six now. Well, you better take him then. No, I, th- I think I'm gonna have to go with Nadal. It just seems, it seems like it's, it's destined to be Nadal versus Joker again. Yeah. And I'll be cheering for Andy's guy. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but you won't be cheering for an Andy, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Either Andy or Andy's guy, right. <laughs> now watch it be like the most upsets in history and none of our guys get there. <laughs> that's right. I would take, I'll take anything that's Upsetty. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all so right, all right. So now time for women's singles. Let's see. All right, Looks like so the I, number one seed is Serena Williams. Number two is Victoria Azarenka. Three mm-hmm. is Sharapova. I don't even see a number four in here. Yeah, really. Four is Lina. Oh, yeah. Wait, where'd you find the four? Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah this- this bracket system is terrible. They need to watch more and watch Madness so they know how to do a bracket. Really? All right, so, Andy, who are you going with? Uh, I'm up first again. Yeah. Um, I, I'm taking Azarenka on this one. All right. Uh, although I have to say, I, I was uh, looking through the draw and noticed something I'd never noticed before, which is that uh, the player formerly known as Camigo Date is now, uh, and has been apparently for years now, uh, is Kamiko Date Crum, um, and which made me scratch my head because there is a uh, what's his name Michael Crum, I believe. Um, oh yeah, yeah, race car driver. So he is uh, not racing in the 24 hours, uh, unfortunately, uh, but he does do a ton of racing around Europe, and uh, uh, he's notable in that he just reset a uh, Nurburgring. Uh, lap record for a production vehicle in a Nissan GTR like a couple of months ago. So, 
yeah, uh, her husband is in the news. So uh, if I can take a dark horse, uh, it'll be Kamiko Date, who is like 44 years old, like fully 10 years older than anybody else in the draw. Huh. So, so you're saying you're changing your pick to Crumb? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, give me. Uh, I don't know. I'll take Sharapova. Wow, I like. Nobody, uh, I like Sloan. Nobody's Sloan, biting but, on Serena. No, I, you know. Take the number one. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going with Lina. <laughs> <laughs> For the same reason you guys are doing, it. I, I can't, I can't in good conscience root for Serena Williams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so men's doubles. Hold on, I got to get back. Oh, Andy's up first. The only the only thing I know is the Bryan brothers, and that's just that that's all I know about those about the men's doubles. Oh God, I can't even read this. Man, their brackets just on one page. Yeah, but it's super small. All right, so yeah, the Bryan brothers are number one. So yeah, the Bryan brothers are the only ones I can name. Uh, also, um, but I am going to take. Um, where are they? Verdasco and Marrero. And I wish I could tell you what seed they are, but I can't find it right now. Verdasco? I'm looking on this page so I can... Okay, on page one, maybe. There's only one page. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm looking at the version that's two split pages. Sorry. I'm just... I did the print. Uh, there they are. They are the third seed from Spain. Okay. Yeah, I see it. Uh, is this a sheet? I'm, what am I missing? Why can I not find, oh, there they are. The 16th seed, is that Andy Murray? Like, is he do doubles? Some guys do do. Like, Verdasco is actually a singles player. Yeah. For that. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to have Andy Murray in singles and doubles. You give me those Brian deeds. That's fine. Hard to go wrong. Brian there. Bros. Brian Bros. And then I am going to go with whoever number two is, Peya and Sores. All right. Women's doubles ought to be the best. Well, the Williams sisters still do it, don't they? Uh, I don't know. But I just tried to click on it, and it didn't work. Oh, here it is. Okay. This is the thrilling, thrilling podcast content here. Yeah, people have got to be loving this. <laughs> they've got the, the button on their iPhone that can make the uh, audio go faster. Oh, so. no way. Why would they want to do that? Well, All I right. Don't I don't care if it's not my turn. I'm picking Ping and Hish. Hish. <laughs> That's me. I beg your pardon? <laughs> Where are they? Oh, is that the two? Yes. Oh, he's taking the two seed. Andy, who are you going with? Ping and Shish. That's a strong choice. Um, I'm going to wuss out, though, and go at the top seed, uh, <laughs> which is uh, Irani and Vinci. Uh, all right. I'm going to try not to take too long here. Give me – oh, God. It's so small. Give me the three seed, which looks like – hold on. i got to get closer. Makarova and Vesnina. <laughs> nice. 
Oh, and and so now we're doing mixed doubles. Yeah, we're totally Two. doing the mixed. All right. Oh, the draws are not up. Yeah. Oh, I guess we're not doing mixed. Guess we're not doing that. Okay. So there's our Australia. Now a lot of this will be over before we even start, right? Yeah, the the men's final is what's going to be going on uh, right. during the 24 hours. The uh, the women's final will be the night before for us, or I guess the morning before. Uh, depends on who you are. Right. Okay. Uh, so, anything else that you want to talk about, or do you want to just go through and say our picks real quick for the rest of the events? Well, why don't we just touch on, I mean, the one thing, you know, I I am pumped, and I mean, I get jacked for the Olympics. I, I love the Olympics. Um, and, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. It's I mean, I guess it's, it's not necessarily unfortunate. I, I just wish it was during the 24 hours. I love all that sports. It's a shame that none of those sports are going to be going on during the 24 hours. I mean, right now I'm watching all the different trials we have going on. Uh, what's interesting to me, though, is that when I'm watching, I mean, I watch a, a good bit of it, and I'm seeing a lot of this Road to Sochi stuff. Right. Uh, they're showing some videos of, like, some of the pioneers of some of these sports. Here's something that I think you guys would completely agree with me on. They were showing footage from some of the original Winter Olympics. And did you know that when all the, you know, during the opening ceremony, when all the countries bring their people out, in some of the original Olympics, they walked out on ice. Like, you know, like everybody walked (laughs) on the track for track and field, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, they walked on the ice for the speed skating. So, like, it was a whole country full of people, like, short-stepping and trying to not fall on their ass. <laughs> it looks so awesome, and I think we need to bring that back. Yep. There's there's the uh, Parks and Rec episode where they're going out. On, I don't know if you guys watch it. <laughs> yeah. have, have you seen it, Andy? Yeah, she can only get, like, half of the carpet or whatever, and so they have to walk across the ice. <laughs> so I can imagine that. Yeah. The other amazing thing I saw... Um, is some of the, the European trials that were going on, or maybe it was the World Cup. Uh, I forget how the, how the trials are done. For for skeleton and bobsled, it was in Switzerland, and I swear that the track was natural. Like, it wasn't built. It looked like they literally carved it out of the ice in the mountain bank. It looks so cool. And hmm. I just, I think we need to do that. Permanently, I just think that would be awesome. You know, I mean, that's like the equivalent. You know, I think for that would be like the equivalent in football of you know, like Lambeau Field, right? It's like just yeah. this original thing in the elements. You know, like oh, we just cut it right out of here. We didn't bring in some professional to design it. I'm just wondering, yeah, what awesome. other sports? What what are other? You know, just just a general question. What other sports would be great if we? went with that method to it, you know, because a lot of people are talking about, like, how the Super Bowl this year is going to be a cold-weather Super Bowl, and, oh, no, they could possibly be bad weather, and, you know, I feel like that's actually better. I mean, I know from an entertainment perspective it won't be high scoring, but I find it more entertaining to be in the elements. What do yeah. you guys think? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I only watch basically, you know, that, like football, baseball, basketball, so... Uh, other than football, baseball and basketball aren't really designed to play in the elements. I think the Olympics, those sports themselves sort of lend themselves to something like that, right? I mean, more so than baseball. Yeah, but, but think about baseball now versus baseball 100 years ago. I mean, do you think they had rain delays 100 years ago? 
Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't think, you know, now what we see now are just lightning delays, and I bet they didn't do that back then. Um, but of course, you know, I bet they didn't do all the concussion protocol either, so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, yeah. I, no, I mean, baseball, obviously they played through stuff, and the field conditions were not as good, and the fields were bigger, and less home runs, or fewer home runs, I should say. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's, but that is part of why we like the Olympics, I think. And, you know, I don't know about you. You probably keep up a little more than I do. But like the Olympics, I love to watch it. I don't know anything about any of the players for the most part until I sit down and watch the Olympics and then I learn about them all. And that's probably how most Americans are. Uh, but I do like it because it's different sports, different elements, uh, competing for different reasons. It's not about contracts and money for the most part, right? I mean, you know, isn't that why we watch the Olympics? Just to learn about these, uh, supposedly amateur athletes, right? Yeah, I mean, I think so too. I mean, unfortunately, it's not what it presents itself to be because, you know, most of these people aren't really full amateurs. For some sports, they are, but, right, you know, right. it's just like, you know, there are people representing countries that they've never even been in, you know, that, that's, yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. I mean, I, that kind of turns me off, but, you know, the, like, for example, you know, there is still a Jamaican bobsled team, but they basically don't live in Jamaica. They live wherever they need to professionally train to do bobsled, you know. Right. So, I don't, Andy, anything that you can think of, sports, that more natural elements? Um, well, I mean, I guess one of the reasons I've always been drawing, drawn to road racing, um, you know, is because of that reason. I mean, you're using the natural terrain of the, uh, of the land that the track was built on. And I mean, most of the time they run in the rain or, you know, however bad things are, uh, within right. a reason, I suppose. But I mean, I've, I've been to, a, personally been to a couple of races where it snowed. Um, so I mean, that, that was pretty hairy. So I mean, that's, I, I think that stuff is pretty cool when that happens. So it's pretty awesome to see that happen in other sports too. It's like when Lightning McQueen goes to Radiator Springs and he learns to race on the dirt track. Exactly. <laughs> exactly like that. Yes. Yeah, so that's the extent of my racing knowledge is is cars. <laughs> it's not. It's not like that. It is that. <laughs> yeah, um, that is- Olympics, you know, we're talking about the Olympics, so briefly, we have to just mention, because if we ever go back to this podcast, we'll be kicking ourselves for not mentioning the double luge. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. Uh, double luge. Yep. The, the cuddling luge, I think. The, cut, the spooning, the spooning, spooning sport. Man, I mean, yeah. you got so, to wear a So cloak. funny story is that, you know, I was watching the trials one night and I saw it. So I took a picture and I sent it to a bunch of people and I was just like, sport or not a sport? But I got into a more interesting question that I sent, I believe to you, Mike. And I was just like, how did the conversation go when the first person ever wanted to try doing two people at a time? Because obviously we've been doing singles luge for quite a long time. And I know doubles luge is a, you know, has a little bit of history to it, but obviously not what, you know, singles lose. So the question is, how did that conversation go? I, yeah, just, I mean, at some point, Steve turned to Jake and said, Jake, you want to go with me? Right? <laughs> like, hey, yeah. you, ever, you ever wonder what it would be like if we went down together? <laughs> like, the uh, it was, they had to hurry up. They were, like, closing the park, and they were like, come on, guys, hurry up. 
You gotta get down fast. But somebody <laughs> forgot their sled when they got up to the top. Right, right. <laughs> Man, you came up here without your sled? We're gonna have to go together. <laughs> and I didn't see the picture. Alan just sent it. He was like, he was like, double lose, you know, sport or not. And my, my question to him was like, wait, are they just like nuts to butt? <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. And he says, yeah. He sent me the picture. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, it's probably the awkwardest sport ever. I mean, yeah. the training, just, just imagine, you know, you're wearing those tight clothes because you gotta get aerodynamic and, you know, you gotta get, you know, no separation. Any separation could flip All down. in the name of aerodynamics. <laughs> right, right. It's for, it's for the gold. Yeah. I mean, I mean, speaking of that too, like I was, you know, like, like many girls, my wife likes figure skating and I was, you know, my biggest premise with the olympics is that i always say that you know i love the sports that have no judging you know i just i I can't get into anything that's really judging it's you know and that's where my balance is with the ufc and with boxing is that like i hate when fights go to the judges because i hate when anything's objective you know i just like to have here's how many points you score but what i what i was asking is do you think you know, what would happen if a figure skater ever had the gumption to go out there in like a t-shirt and shorts and not even play music, but just go out there and do all the jumps and land them perfectly? What would they do? Like, would they give the person a bad score because they didn't play music? But I was thinking like they should even be wearing like a speed skating outfit. So they were the most aerodynamic they could be while they were out there. I mean, is that part of the scoring though? It's not supposed to be, but I guarantee you it is. I mean, yeah. why else do they play music? You know, why do they have to wear the crazy outfits they do? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if it's definitely is or not. Like, if it's in the scoring system or not. Like presentation or uh, who know, rhythm or whatever. You know, whatever. It might really be built into the scoring system. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, of course it'd be funny. But you wouldn't get there. Nobody would get that far. Right. So, uh, and of course, speaking of skating, Gracie Gold is my adopted athlete. It's the best name, I think, in the Olympics. I don't know if you guys saw my post. Oh yeah. <laughs> she, she's gotta be related to Tracy Gold, right? Don't, don't get them confused. They're two uh, different people, Andy. I'm, I, I'm not, until somebody shows me a picture where they're both in it, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, they're the same person. Same person. That's okay. Tracy Gold. It might be. She's Isn't reviving that? her career. <laughs> yep. I mean, maybe maybe Tracy Gold went, had to go into, like, witness protection or something and then found right. out that she's really good at skating. Right. So, it's I possible. Guess, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe it's not I'm wrong. to stay hidden to go to the Olympics. But, uh, <laughs> never suspected that. You never suspected that's her. There's some holes so, in my theory, but I'll, uh, I'll work on it. So I'm Gracie Gold, uh, skater... I guess she's going. The article made it sound like she was going, right? Did uh, do you know if Wagner made it? I know there's a girl named Wagner. Oh, I don't know. I have to keep an eye on that. Oh. I, I mean, obviously, the news right now is that Lindsey Vaughn finally pulled out uh, right. of trying to go. What I find interesting is that you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that she's crazy, but her statement just tells you like how driven athletes are. She was like, "I tried my hardest to do this without an ACL, and I just can't." And it's like, I can't believe you tried to do it without an ACL, but that just tells you how driven athletes are, especially, you know, with the Olympics only being every four years, right? You know? Right. But I feel like someone like her, 
I don't know. I, I, I find it hard to believe someone like her really has passion for the Olympics as much as others. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just not, you know, I don't know. Like, because she's making money, right? Well, yeah. I mean, she's dating Tiger too, right? Right. She's famous. She's making money. She's, uh, I don't feel as bad for her because she's fine. Some of these people, this is what they do. You know, they might get a sponsor to kind of get this far. They're not going to earn a living doing it though for much longer. Right. Uh, where she's kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I remember hearing a story about, you know, our curling team. Uh, you know, everybody wondered after, I think it was either after Vancouver, um, they, you know, people were like, uh, you know, are they going to come back again? And the guys were like, honestly, we don't know if we want to do it again because we're going bankrupt trying to be in the Olympics. Right. Like people don't think about, you know, like, oh, the qualifications are in Germany and they have to fly to Germany. Like nobody's putting a bill for every single sport, you know, like not everybody's exactly. got right. know, sponsors. So. Yeah, I mean, that's why I don't feel so bad for her. She's fine. <laughs> so. um, All right, well, that's good enough for our Olympics talk. I think the next thing we can go to, um, since we're talking about a bunch of crazy ideas, let's go to the NFL Pro Bowl, which I just discovered a couple minutes ago via you guys, is now <laughs> a draft system, and Deion Sanders is involved. Deion and Jerry Rice. So the way I the way I understand it, on the Tuesday before the Pro Bowl, before Bogathon, they are going to draft a team from the uh, pool of players that have been selected, of course, minus the Super Bowl teams. So, the, you know, the thing to me that kind of is scary is, let's say, you have a defensive end who comes in, he's on the other team, and comes and sacks his quarterback and hurts him. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, how long till something like that happens? Or are the defensive ends just not going to rush the quarterback if that's their quarterback? Right? <laughs> right. Which brings it back to what we said a couple of years ago. Why don't they just make it a flag football game? Right, exactly. Know? Right. So, uh, so yeah, so, yeah, so that's what's going on is that you can have people, uh, from the same team going against each other. You can, but you can also have, say, uh, Drew Brees from the NFC throwing passes to, you know, I don't know, Wes Welker or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it'll, it'll be, it'll be different. It'll be fun. I don't know that they'll care anymore or any less. So I don't know. So who do you, I guess I'll go with, uh, Jerry Rice's team. What do you guys think? Um, I, he's crazy. So I'm going with Dion. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Can't argue with prime time. <laughs> there's, there's no way that I can pick. Deion Sanders for anything, so I've got to go with Jerry Rice. <laughs> yeah, I can't Although, take him seriously. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Although I do have to say that I am uh, insanely behind on the league, uh, the FX show. Uh, oh, yeah? So I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to wrap up last season before I can start the season that just finished a minute ago, or, you yeah. know, like last month. And so the one that I just watched earlier today had Deion Sanders in it. Uh, that was a pretty strong performance by him. Which one was that? I don't remember. Uh, it's the one where he buys Andre's old apartment. Right, uh, right. Andre, Andre wants to be prime time. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah he wants to be. Oh shoot! I forgot what he said. Trey time or something. Trey, yeah. It's like the second to last one, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's a good idea. I mean, it, it pretty much just proves why I just got that one right and you guys got it wrong. So. No, because he's gonna pick like he's just gonna be stupid when he picks. Is he? You know? That's the thing. D- I agree with you. Dion might be crazy or might be stupid, 
except when it comes to actually competing. He's like 100% serious whenever he was competing. I don't know. See, but right. But I kind of feel like here he's going to go with like, uh, I don't know, like, he, you know, he's just going to pick somebody that might be like his, his friend or something where Jerry, for like his quarterback or Jerry Rice, he's going to take Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, whoever's there, you know? Yeah, but I mean, what quarterbacks are going to be? I mean, we're talking about the Pro Bowl. We're not talking about he can pick anybody in the league. <laughs> True, but okay, do you want Cam Newton or Tom Brady? I don't know. I mean, it's Tom, I mean, that's the thing too, is like you have to remember, like Tom Brady, you know, some of the best quarterbacks may be in the Super Bowl, so they might be skipping it anyway. Right, no, it'll be Brady or, or Peyton Manning, I think, you know, it'll be the best one available, I think. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just wouldn't okay. trust him picking my team. Yeah. Alright, well, who, whoever picks the winner is gonna get five points for that. And okay. we said, let's just pick the number of touchdowns that are gonna be scored. So let's say you say there's going to be seven touchdowns, and then there's actually six touchdowns. We'll start with five points, and then you lose a point for how far away you are. So if you said seven and it was six, you'll get four points. All right. Well, I'm going to say uh, 12. <laughs> so 12 touchdowns total. Man, that sounds like a good game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go say? with a total of eight. All right. Okay, and this is totally serious. I made all these picks earlier this afternoon, um, so I'm not just playing off of Mike's pick. Uh, I have 14 on my sheet here. 14, yeah. Man, you guys aren't probably expecting the flag football game then. I, yeah, I think 14 is more likely than eight. So well, we'll see. We'll see. I'll get my 14 seconds for saying hi to the family at home, and then I'll get my eight <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> 14 minutes, right? Yeah, 14 minutes. Not, 14 Not minutes. seconds. That would be really quick. 14 like, hi, welcome to Daytona 24. Here is Scott Pruitt. <laughs> <laughs> the car's led on the turn three. <laughs> Scott Pruitt. In the car. Yeah. And it's not even an interview. It's just him saying. <laughs> he paid. He paid special time for that. His sponsors paid extra money to the network. All right. All right. So I figure next, let's go in the direction of college basketball. Okay. And I'll be honest, I know nothing except I've been following my alma mater's record. And we've only played two teams who are ranked decently, and we have two losses. So that's USM. USM he's talking about. Uh, University of Southern Mississippi is playing East Carolina. All right, so let, let me just read the list of the games that you picked for this, and then and then we'll read our list of, of the teams we pick real quick. All right, All right, so we have BYU at Gonzaga, Xavier at Providence, Syracuse at Miami, Florida Gulf Coast at Kennesaw State, Kansas State at Iowa State, George Washington at George Mason, Villanova at Marquette, Tennessee at Florida, Notre Dame at Wake Forest, USM at East Carolina, Vanderbilt at Texas A&M, Pittsburgh at Maryland, and LSU at Alabama. Um, all right, so you want to read yours first, Alan, or did you make picks? Or you just no, no, do it? I haven't made any picks. I'm, I'm doing everything tonight on the fly. Okay, well, I did mine. Uh, actually, you know what? I just picked these, like, I have not watched nearly as much college basketball as I did last year, but I actually did these trying to be serious. So, uh, I'll just read mine real quick. I have Gonzaga, Xavier, Syracuse, Florida Gulf Coast, 
Iowa State, George Washington, Marquette, Florida, Wake Forest, USM, A&M, Maryland, and LSU. Andy, you, you want to read yours? Wow, I got a lot of those different from you. Um, <laughs> all of this is based on my having watched zero minutes of college basketball so far this year. Um, so I've got BYU uh, because Gonzaga always chokes. Uh, right. That's going to come up again later. Um, Providence, Syracuse, Kennesaw State, Iowa State, uh, George Mason of the Battle of the Georges there. That's right. Um, yeah. I, I got Marquette, Florida, Notre Dame, East Carolina, Vandy, Maryland, and LSU. All right. You know Vandy's down to like five uh, scholarship players? Yeah. <laughs> they just kicked some other guy off, I think. <laughs> that poor team. Yeah, that's all right. They'll yeah. still win that game. Right. Alright, I'm just going quick. Going Gonzaga, because there's no more Jimmer at BYU, so BYU's not good anymore. (laughs) Um, going with, actually let's go back to that side. Did you guys see that some little kids showed up at Jimmer's house, knocked on his door? They didn't know him at all, they were just kids from the neighborhood. Knocked on his door and asked him if he wanted to play basketball and he played with them? Did they, so they didn't know he was a basketball player? No, they knew he was a, they knew who oh, okay. he was, but they okay. didn't know him, like they'd never right. met him before. So just these yeah. random kids from the neighborhood showed up at his house, knocked on his door, and just said, hey, can Jimmer come out and play? Yeah, yeah. So he did, cool. he came out. And I was like, how serious do you think he was in that game? Like, do you think he was just knocking down threes the whole time on him? He was like, oh! <laughs> I, I can tell you, I've played, I've played with little kids a lot, and uh, yeah, I take it pretty seriously, so. <laughs> you know, I don't like go full, full, uh, contact with them, but I take, I take some good outside shots and I'll talk trash, you know, when I make it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta take it when you can get it. <laughs> Alright, so next I'm gonna go with Xavier, uh, Syracuse, uh, I'm gonna go with Dunk City, Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Kansas State getting the upset. Uh, George Mason is going to win the Battle of the Georges. Uh, Villanova. I have to go with a lot of these schools because they're from around this area. That's right. Uh, I'm going to go with Tennessee because I hate Florida. Uh, that's, that, that, that's Florida, the University of Florida. I like the state of Florida. Right, right. Uh, I'm going to go with Notre Dame. Got to go with Southern Miss. I'll go with Vandy because yeah. I, I want them to win with their lack of players. <laughs> I'm going to go with Maryland because I hate that every time their football players are on TV and the pros, they go pit. <laughs> pit. <laughs> and then I'm going to go with LSU. By the way, speaking of which, did you notice that Key and Peel has a new um, player introduction thing? Uh, no. Oh, I don't, have to no, go I watch it. It's good. Just All as right. good as the first one. All right. Um, is there anything you wanted to let us know about basketball going on tonight? Any, is there anything, any of these games really important or anything? No, you will, you know, I will just say that usually Kansas State, I'm, I'm usually a Kansas State fan, but Iowa State is on a roll. Uh, that would be a huge upset. I don't know if both of you guys pick Kansas State, but Iowa uh, State's I, playing I, really State. well. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Well, Any other game, I'd probably pick Kansas State, but I like Iowa State this year. Uh, no, it's 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 still too early. I mean, Syracuse, I think, is ranked number two. You have right here. LSU won a game today, um, but they're not doing so great necessarily. So I don't know. 
Uh, again, I, I have not watched nearly enough this year. Last year, I, I really was watching a lot, but I'm out of it again this year. <laughs> so, you want to right, do let's uh, keep this UFC? thing moving. All right, let's move on to the NHL. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll I'll just read again the matchups. You had Washington at Montreal, St. Louis at New York Islanders. Boston at Philadelphia, Colorado at Tampa Bay, Buffalo at Columbus, Toronto at Winnipeg, Pittsburgh at Dallas, Anaheim at Los Angeles, and Minnesota at San Jose. Um, and again, we never did say the date, but I guess at this point, we're talking about the 25th of January. So um, for this, I let my daughter pick. <laughs> nice. And she's I mean- four. And we don't know anything about hockey, except that we like the theme song that we played at the beginning of this show called Hockey Week. So uh, she picked, we picked, I picked, Washington, Islanders, Boston, Tampa Bay, Columbus, Winnipeg, Dallas, Los Angeles, and Minnesota. Or as she would have said, the first one. And just to clarify for the people listening, this will be just like uh, basketball. We're getting one point for every prediction we get right. Right. All right, so Andy, you have picks done? Yep. Uh, And mine are Montreal, St. Louis, Boston, Tampa Bay, Columbus, Toronto, Dallas, uh, L.A., and San Jose. We got a lot of different picks. Yeah, we do. There's going to be a blowout. I feel like I'll be on the wrong end. I'm going with Caps. I have to go with the home team. Uh, Then I'm going to go with St. Louis. Ooh, Boston and Philly. I hate both of them. Uh, Boston. Just don't pick one. Just take a zero. I hate hate Boston less than Philly. Uh, I'll go with Tampa Bay. I'm going to go with Columbus. Winnipeg. Pittsburgh. Anaheim and San Jose. Why are they not called the Anaheim Los Angeles Mighty Ducks? I don't know. The Angels are <laughs> right. Los Great Angeles question. Ducks from Anaheim. Right. Um, again, we had a lot of different picks. What's going on? I feel like you guys are like researching on me. I'm letting a four-year-old make my picks. I'll be honest. Every time I got to cold weather versus warm weather, I went with warm weather because it's ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> so that's why I went with Tampa Bay over Colorado. It makes perfect sense for hockey to exist in Colorado, so I'm picking all right. Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right. And I just went off a gut feel because I haven't watched any NHL this year either. Yeah. I haven't, but I'm fully confident that the Washington Capitals will make the playoffs and lose in the first round. <laughs> and notice Nashville didn't play this night. Nor uh, did the Pelicans on the NBA schedule. So too bad. Yeah. Uh, well, right. I'll just go right into the NBA then. All right, NBA. Uh, there weren't as many matchups. I'll read them. You have Chicago at Charlotte, LA Clippers at Toronto, Oklahoma City at Philly, Houston at Memphis, Atlanta at Milwaukee, Indiana at Denver, Washington at Utah. Minnesota at Portland. Now here, I did the only logical thing that a person in his mid-30s would do to pick NBA games when he doesn't watch the NBA on a regular basis. I picked based on uh, Live 95, so EA Sports uh, Live 95. 
some of these teams didn't exist on Live 95, so I had to pick the other team because that's not really even a game. You know what I mean? So, all right, so Chicago, I got Chicago there. I got the Clippers because I'm pretty sure Toronto didn't exist, so Clippers would have won. Uh, I got Philadelphia because Oklahoma City didn't exist. I got Houston over Memphis because Memphis didn't exist. <laughs> I got Milwaukee over Atlanta because uh Glenn Robinson was amazing. I have Indiana over Denver because Indiana was my team, and I will beat anybody with Indiana because Reggie Miller switches threes. He can switch threes from half court. He can switch full court threes. He's awesome. Uh Utah over Washington because Stockton and Malone would kill everybody. And Portland because Clyde Drexler could dunk from like the three-point line. So that's my picks. Andy? I, I have a feeling Mike's going to sweep those. <laughs> uh, bothered. I like. I think uh, I'm less interested in the picks. I'm just more interested in the reasons we're making the picks. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, and this was another. I basically watched no NBA so far this year, but I have listened to a few podcasts where they talked about a lot. So. I oh, great! I know, I know a little bit about the NBA. Great. Um, He's a that's going to change when we go to UFC and soccer. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, my picks were uh, the Bulls, uh, the Clippers, uh, Oklahoma City, uh, Houston, Atlanta, Indiana, Utah, and Portland. We're pretty close there. Yeah. All right. I think oh. I'm going to make my picks because I have not watched the NBA probably in 15 years. <laughs> But I do know, I do keep up with all the mascots. So let's see, we've got, <laughs> we've got Bulls versus, is Charlotte the Hornets again or are they still the Bobcats? No, they're Bobcats. Yeah, they're Bobcats. Well, no, did they take the Hornets back? See, I'm dumb. Yeah. Yeah, they I did. Think, yeah. They fine. did? Yeah. Alright, well, the bull, a bull beats a Hornet. So yeah. we're going with Chicago. Uh, let's see, what is a clipper? Are they talking about like scissors? I'm sure it's some, um, Historical meaning that I don't know. And Toronto is like the Raptors, right? So yeah. I mean, dinosaur wins. Yeah. It's gonna be uh, let's see. Oklahoma City. What are they? The Thunder? Yeah. Yep. And 76ers. Uh, Thunder wins. Uh, That's right. I mean, Thunder. Thunder it's powerful. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's nature. It, it makes a noise and it scares you. <laughs> uh, Houston Rockets and the Memphis Grizzlies. Rocket wins. Yeah. Uh, ooh, see, this is my, my basketball knowledge running out. What is Atlanta? They're the Hawks. Hawks. Ooh, the Hawks versus the Bucks. <laughs> mm, that's tough. What would win in a fight? Dude, our high school mascot here, though. Yeah. True, but would a Hawk beat a Buck? That's my question. It could fly away. But that's not winning. Yeah, I think the Buck would win. If the, if he had to man up and fight the Buck, I think the Buck would win. I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Atlanta because I think the Hawk could like <laughs> swoop down pecking and then fly back up and then just keep doing that. The Buck can't like, you know. <laughs> right, right. Can't really defend itself. All right, so we got the Indiana Pacers and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure anybody can pick up a piece of gold and run away with it, so we're going with Indiana. It might be a chicken nugget. Uh, we're going with Wizards versus Jazz. This one I'm picking Washington <laughs> purely because it's stupid for Utah to be the Jazz. Right. Where there is mm-hmm. no music. Um, and then we'll go Minnesota Timberwolves and Portland Trailblazers. Um, I mean, they're blazing a trail, but we got to Yeah, but, the, tem- but the Timberwolves would eat them out on the trail 
Right, because it would know exactly where they were. It's just follow the trail. Follow the trail. <laughs> They're so stupid. They're just blazing the trail right where the timber wolves live. Right. Wolves are like, uh, all right, we're going to follow this trail that has been blazed. <laughs> all right. This is amazing. <laughs> all right. All right, so now... I think we're going to go to the last one that any of us knows anything about. We'll go to the UFC. Yeah, uh, well, which... if you mean any of us know, that's you. Andy, do you watch this stuff? Nope, never. Yeah, me either. Right. Okay. So that's what I was going to say. Like, I mean, obviously I know uh, a pretty good deal, but, I mean, you guys had – I feel like you guys at least had an advantage in basketball over me. Anyway. <laughs> now, here's the thing. For this and soccer, I, I'm not going to say any of these names because I won't get any of them right. So maybe you could just read through them and, and I'll tell you that one or whatever or something. No, 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 I disagree. I I feel like we should we should agree that you are saying any of these names entirely correctly. <laughs> no way. So let's I, start let's start at the undercard and we're going to work our way up. So for okay. folks who don't know, this is a UFC uh, or UFC on Fox 10 is the name of the event. Um, it was originally going to be headlined by Josh Thompson versus Anthony Pettis for. The, uh, the championship of the lightweight division, but Anthony Pettis got hurt. So as a result, Josh Thompson gets to fight Ben Henderson, who used to be the champion, but neither guy gets a belt. I, I don't understand that concept. I mean, I understand these guys have jobs and they gotta make money, you know, and the UFC needs that, but I feel like if I was Josh Thompson, I'd be pissed off, you know, I'd be like, I was gonna get my shot at the champion and the champion's right. hurt, so now I gotta fight this other guy and risk losing to this other guy. Not even to win the belt. My, my shot at the championship. Yeah. I mean, yeah. could you imagine if we did that in other sports? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you were going to play the Hawks today, but, yeah, for the championship, <laughs> for a shot at the championship. But today, instead, we flew the Grizzlies in. You're going to play them. <laughs> Tom Brady's hurt today, so instead of playing the Patriots, now you got to play. <laughs> right, you got to play the Broncos now. Yeah. <laughs> and if you win, it doesn't really count as a win. Right. If you lose, though, you don't get your you don't get you're not in the Super Bowl anymore. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, so yeah. So go ahead and go through start, some, I guess. We're gonna start at the bottom uh, with uh, Walt Harris versus Nikita Krylov. Now, uh, my dad watches some of this stuff, and so he helped me with my picks. But he he hadn't heard of like half of these people. Just so you yeah. know. Well, yeah. When you're on the other card, but hold on, I need to send you this link over Skype. You have to open this because this Nikita guy, he's 15 and three, and I guess this is his first fight in the UFC. But he wins solely based on this picture they have of him, right? Okay. All right. Tell me when you open it. But <laughs> wait, 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 where is it? Oh, wow. Yeah, he's smooth. For, we're gonna we're gonna post this up on when we put this podcast up. We'll post the link to this so everybody can see it. But yeah. this guy is totally wearing a full on black trench coat <laughs> and a black like CIA slash kind of fedora hat. See, I didn't I didn't have the pictures when I picked. This is this is helping. Yeah, this is... There's a vampire above him. So. Oh my gosh! Click his picture and you'll go to his profile. <laughs> this dude's nickname is Al Capone. Nikita. Yeah, Nikita's yeah. Nick, Nikita yeah, yeah. Al Capone Krylov. Okay, yeah. so I had him picked already, by the way. Okay. Oh, see, now this is interesting. I mean, I, I feel like I'm getting an advantage on you now. This is actually his second fight in the UFC. Um, his last fight he lost uh, via TKO Whoa. in the third round. Yeah, he's taking Walt Harris down. So, Andy, who'd you have? Um, 
I am not going to change any of my picks from before, although I feel like I should, having seen the headshots now. Right, right. Uh, but I've got Walt Harris in that one because Nikita is a girl's name. <laughs> Fine. I guess Al Capone's a girl's name, too. Well, see, I didn't know he was Al Capone before. Well, but on the other well, hand, Walt Harris is apparently the big ticket. Which okay, all right. So. All right, I'm going with Nikita because this picture is amazing. Yeah, because he's, it's he's cool. not just dressed up like that; he's wearing like his his MMA gloves. Hilarious! All right, so next on the card is Mike Rio versus Darren Krukshank. Mike Rio's a vampire. Uh, so, check that. Does, does that mean you picked him? Uh, no. Well, actually, look, his nickname is the Wolverine, so he looks like a vampire. Why does he have these pointy teeth? Seriously. I mean, I guess he's a Wolverine. Uh, you know, I already had him pick two. So, yeah, Mike Rio. Alright, what say you, Andy? Uh, well, I already had, and I will reinforce this pick now, uh, Derek Crookshank. Uh, before I had it because that was a, uh, tougher sounding name. Uh, but now I see that he's the Detroit superstar. So, count it. That one's a definite win. <laughs> <laughs> I am going with Mike Rio. And that's just based on, he was on the reality show, The Ultimate Fighter, and I happened to watch that season. Um, and does he really have pointy teeth like that? No, I, I don't. Oh, he really okay. has pointy teeth. That would be um, amazing. All right. But he, uh, Mike Rio is in a bad situation. The, re- the reason I think I actually really want to pick him is he's got two losses in a row right now, and I feel like he might be in one of those situations where like he's in a win or he's getting fired situation, so I think he'll come out. All right. Um, so next is uh, Ramiro Hernandez versus Hugo Viana, and Viana only has one loss on his record. He is seven and one. However, he's also on his profile listed at zero feet zero inches tall. Oh, his last to... fight, his last fight was his loss. He was he was seven and zero, oh, and then he lost. Here's the thing, though. He is also the Wolverine. What? Mm. They should have had them fight each other. What is going on here? We should have had yeah, them fight the Wolverines. A horrible oversight. Yeah. Uh, versus Wolverine. Yeah, that's who I had. I had Hugo, the Wolverine. So, um, that's my and pick. And I've got Hernandez because uh, Ramiro Hernandez sounds fast. <laughs> true. I think Speed wins that fight. <laughs> I am going with Hugo because if you click on his picture, he has like the most amazing set of hair, beard, and then a pair of glasses to go with it. Yeah, yeah. He looks awesome. He looks like a Wolverine. Rio looks like a vampire. That dude really does look like a Wolverine. Yeah. Alright. So up next is Yautzen Meza versus Chico Camus. Uh, I had Mesa. I'm looking at their pictures. Checking these deeds out. <laughs> My wife walks in. I'm going to minimize the screen real quick so she doesn't see me check <laughs> naked deeds out. Um, I had uh, Chico Camus in this one just because uh, Chico is an awesome name. Yeah, yeah same here. Chico. I'm picking Chico just off of the name. So that's the thing. Like I might, I might follow the UFC, but I don't know all of these guys because a lot of them are guys who just got brought up by the UFC. So, you know. Yeah, my dad hadn't heard of him. Like I said, he watches most of. The, he goes to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the yeah. main stuff. So. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so here are some of the names I might start to know. Here, uh, the next fight is Eddie Wineland versus Yves Jaboin. 
uh, or Yves Jabin, I forget how you pronounce his last name exactly. Um, the one thing is Eddie Wineland is coming off of a loss where he just challenged for a title shot, um, but he lost. But he is the former champion, I believe, of the bantamweight division uh, almost four years ago. So he's been trying to get back ever since. But uh, for that reason, I'm going to go with Eddie Wineland. Yeah, I had him picked, and if you look at his picture, he is full of blood, so that reinforces my pick. He looks awesome. Uh, and I'm going to make it a clean sweep uh, for Eddie Wineland uh, because I cannot get behind a fighter named Eves. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> the the only Good. Eves that I can get behind is Eves Montand, who is in the great movie Grand Prix. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't get behind this guy. All right. I mean, we can pretty much agree at this point that Yves will definitely win this fight, right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So uh, we actually are going to scratch the next one because I learned uh, reading news this morning that Pascal Kraus and Adam Kaliev are actually not on the card anymore. I guess Kaliev got hurt, so this fight ain't happening now. Uh, I had a uh, pick. All right. So next um, is Sergio Pettis who is undefeated at 10-0 and and is the younger brother of Anthony Showtime Pettis, who is the lightweight champion. And he is fighting Alex Bruce Leroy Caceres. I don't think and I have this on my list. If you see his picture, you'll know why his nickname is Bruce Leroy. <laughs> Wait, this wasn't on my list. Pick it on the fly here. Yeah, I'm going to go with Bruce Leroy. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. That's Uh-oh. Is that you? Uh, we're all right for a minute here. I may okay. have to make a pass fire run here in a minute, but okay, um, we're all right for the moment. Okay, I remember those days. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going with Bruce. Um, well, shoot, that's my uh, that's my pick as well. I think. All right, I'm gonna go with Sergio Pettis just because he's the brother of a champion. And he's undefeated. I figure he'll stay that way. All right. All right. And then up next is uh, Jeremy Stevens and Darren Elkins. Uh, Jeremy Stevens is coming off of, uh, I guess, an investigation. He got in a fight with a guy at a bar or something. <laughs> he got he actually got arrested the night of his last fight, so he didn't get to do the fight. Um, but I guess all the charges were dropped, so now he's back into fighting again. All right. I had picked uh, the other guy. I had picked Darren Elkins. Uh, I had had as well. And now I see that he's from Indiana, so I'm doubling down on that. Darren Elkins it is. So a lot of these dudes from Indiana. Why are so many from Indiana? Yeah, I've noticed a couple from Indiana and like two or three from Iowa. Yeah. Weird. Who knew Iowa was such a hotbed of fighting? Yeah. (laughs) Alan, who'd you, who'd you pick? Um, I am going to go with Jeremy Stevens because I figure he's going to be angry about that whole arrest possible, you know, <laughs> charges thing. I figure, he's I mean, that's what these guys, little heathen. I figure that's what these guys use, right? I mean, that's yeah. what they, you know, like use it as fuel. Lil, Lil heathen. <laughs> if you're going to be Lil something, what, what would your name be? Like, if you could be Lil something, what would you be? I don't think I'd pick Heathen. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have gone with that either. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to think of my, my rap name. Lil something. All right. Lil something. Lil, Lil. 
right. Um, up next um, is Adriano Martins, who is 25 and 6, going up against Donald Cerrone, or Donald the Cowboy Cerrone, who is 21 and 6. So uh, these guys are pretty close on their records. Cerrone's actually challenged for a title a few times. I have the pleasure of uh, actually seeing Donald Cerrone in person. They had some fights here at George Mason. Uh, about two years ago, and uh, Kelly and I went. That's actually Kelly's favorite fighter. So for that reason, I'm going to have to go with Donald Cerrone. Yeah, my dad said go with the cowboy. Hmm, interesting. So, so I'm going the other way uh, because, for my money, Cerrone reminds me too much of Gary Sharone, which was a terrible, <laughs> terrible era for Van Halen. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't go with him. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, Donald Cerrone, he's one of those guys where like he he wins a lot of fights that, you know, like he comes in and dominates, but he's also like totally not showed up to some fights. And it's basically every time he starts getting close to a title shot, he starts flaking out, but this isn't a title shot, so I'm going with him. All right, so next is uh Gabriel Gonzaga versus Stipe Miocic. Nice. I never would have knew that. Uh my dad said Gonzaga. GG. GG. Andy? Um, and like earlier, uh, I cannot take Gonzaga because Gonzaga always chokes. <laughs> so, I'm going with Miocic on this one. Nice. He's right. It came up again. He was right. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Stipe because that name is awesome. Yeah, he doesn't have a nickname though. Because he's that badass. His name is Stipe. He's from Ooh. Ohio. Who, right. Stipe? Yeah. No, I think he trains in Ohio. He's from, like, uh, where is he from? Oh, oh yeah, it just says Independence, Ohio. Yeah, that's got to be where, like, he trains. Maybe that's why all those dudes are in Indiana. Maybe they train in Indiana. Like, Maybe. They're, all, they're all at, like, you know, some... Fight Club, that's there. Hold on. I'm, i got to look this up really quick. <laughs> I messed him up. Stipe. Right. Yeah, Stipe is Croatian. Okay. All right, so now we get to our final fight. The headline of the night is Ben Smooth Henderson versus Josh Thompson. I do not know if Josh Thompson has a nickname. Let's find the out. Punk. He is Josh the Punk Thompson. Oh, man. I like that nickname. But uh, my dad picked the other dude, Henderson. Uh, let's see, I took, let's see, oh, just going off of names here, I thought that Thompson was a stronger name. Um, hey, going how, off of names is a good way to pick. I suppose, but now with the headshots, I, I don't really care for his headshot. Um, yeah. Are you changing it or are you keeping it? I, I gotta keep it, I gotta stand by my original, uh, instinct, but yeah, a guy who's laughing in his headshot. He looks sure. like the Ashton Kutcher of UFC fighters. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, it. I was trying to place what right. that guy looked like, and that's it. So I just want to see him get punched in the face a lot. I'm not going to be able to see it. I'm going to have to bootleg it. <laughs> well, this is going to be on Fox. The main, the main card. The main one? Fox, yeah. Oh, so the way, okay. Yeah, the way it works this nice is the first five fights are on Fox Sports 1, but then the final four or five are going to be on Fox. So. Oh, okay. I thought just the prelims were on Fox or whatever. Yep. The undercard, okay. 
So this yeah, whole so I'm going to go with uh, Ben Smooth Henderson because uh, he used to be the champ and he just lost his belt. So I figure he's going to be on a roll. Plus, I, I have to pick Ben Henderson because he is the most awkward guy in the world when he wins. Um, he's yeah. like he, he's really religious. And they always like, so how did the fight go? And the very first thing he does, he's like, can I get an amen with the crowd? And the part that makes it amazing is the crowd never does it, but he still does it after every fight. <laughs> he's like, can I get an amen? And like nobody ever answers the dude. Ah, that's terrible. <laughs> and then famously, he, uh, he, he defended his title, uh, two fights ago or three fights ago. Um, but the guy he was fighting was from California and the fight was in California and it was a really close decision. But Ben Henderson won, so the crowd was like booing and stuff, you know, because it was it was like I think a split decision, and he won. But then he decided to propose to his girlfriend, and the whole time he's proposing to his girlfriend, the crowd was just booing. Like, <laughs> it was like the most awkward post-fight thing you have ever seen. Like this no dude respect. proposing to his girlfriend, and the whole time the crowd just boo. <laughs> wow. So for that reason alone, I'm picking Ben Henderson because I figure the post fight's going to be amazing. All right. Um, for the soccer, I mean, do we have to? You, you want to read these on the podcast or just post them? I mean, no, we're re- we're reading these and we're making them. I have no idea what any of this even means. I think some of them I, are fake. <laughs> <laughs> I can at least tell you what league they're from. How about this? Right. I'll say the league that it's from, and then we each take a turn saying these names. <laughs> no, come on. All right. Yeah. Look, I'm going to tell you how I picked. So we're watching the Saints game, and, you know, i got to admit I'm grumpy because the Saints just lost. But uh, we're watching the Saints game, and I'm making these picks, and uh, had, you know, a few 16-ounce schlitz at the time, you know, in me. <laughs> and so we finally, my brother and I, Brett, we decided that I should just go with the team with, with the longer name, with the more words in the name of the team. And then if they each had the equal amount of words, then the longer one. So, you know, because some of these have, like, a lot of words in their name. <laughs> All right, so first up, was a, first up was a match in the English League Championship, and I'll take this one. This is Blackpool versus the Doncaster Rovers. And All from right. here, I'm going with the with the Rovers because that just sounds cool. Yeah, I picked the Rovers because they had two 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 words in the name. <laughs> and I went with Blackpool because I like that name better. I think that's cooler. All right. All right. All right. Next is the Eng- English FA Cup. Who's taking this one? Uh, Wigan Milton Keynes Dons <laughs> versus yeah. Crystal Palace. So uh, I went with that longer one because it was you know four four words versus two. Andy, uh, I went with them also, but but because Milton Keynes is the home to a bunch of Formula One teams. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's, is that it? Must be like a city called Wigan and a city called Mil- Milton Keynes. Don's. <laughs> I'm going with Crystal Palace because Crystal Palace sounds like an awesome name. <laughs> it like, sounds kind of like this team lives in a Crystal Palace. Do we yeah, all right. So how tough could they be though? Because like. They kind of like bump into their walls because it might break or something, you know? <laughs> like they sound like they do a bunch of pansies, like you can't touch, can't get physical. That's so. right. <laughs> and, and Wigan Milton Keynes is a bunch of guys named Don. So, I mean, they're all probably super close friends. Right, right. Probably really playing with, you know, playing soccer together. <laughs> all right. 
uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Bristol City. That was that was not too bad. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers was really long, so I went with that one. Uh, and I went with Bristol City because it reminds me of Bristol, Tennessee, where the uh, <laughs> half-mile oval is. All right. I went with Wolverhampton because, seriously, <laughs> Wolverhampton is so fun to say. You know what's right. funny is that like, we do have at least one listener I know of who's <laughs> from the U.K. who's probably <laughs> killing us right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, this is definitely funny to, so, to so, him. So whenever, whenever Pat is listening to this... Yeah. <laughs> too much racing. We apologize, but seriously, how many soccer leagues do they need to be? And I know I just went even worse by calling it soccer instead of football. <laughs> right, right. That, that is from English League One. Now we're going to go to the Scottish Premiership, and we have Killam Killamurnock <laughs> versus God, a good. Inverness Caledonian Thistle, which I swear to God sounds like something you order off of a menu. They're just making stuff up, right? I mean, this can't be a team name. Inverness Caledonian Thistle. I mean, yeah. the Caledonian part makes sense, but the Inverness and then the Thistle? Uh, so I picked they had three but words. For that obvious reason, I'm going with Inverness. Yeah, yeah. I had It had three words. I had to pick that one. Yeah, and I took Inverness, too, because it sounds a little cooler. Um, yeah, that name kind of seems like the whole, you know, band name where you pick three totally unrelated words like Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> right. So Inverness Caledonian Thistle. So that'd be a good all band right. name. All right. So next we move to uh, the Italian Serie A, which is actually a really big league. But I picked a match with just names because uh, <laughs> Napoli, which is actually just. Naples. I learned that because I actually went to Naples, and that's actually how you're supposed to say it. That's just for whatever reason. That's I found so interesting when I was when I was there is that uh, I guess when you're English, you're just like, no, we're gonna say this instead for your city's name, <laughs> right? But yeah, Napoli is Naples. I have no idea about Chievo Verona, who is the opponent. Uh, well, it had two words, so I picked them. Uh, and I went with Chievo Verona because that sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that is really offensive somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> Whatever. But, uh, I went, but I, I went could totally go into, uh, you know, Olive Garden and say I'll have the Chievo Verona. Sounds good. <laughs> True. The fresh today? Oh, we have the freshest Chievo Verona. Okay, I'll have that. <laughs> yeah. You're really offending someone now. We could probably do that with oh. with so many of these. We're gonna go viral <laughs> due to due to that. <laughs> We're gonna get shut down by Italian hackers. <laughs> Dude, it's gonna be just like when the Brewers fans like ran up our our site hits. Yeah, I'm gonna have to switch that to uh, like Seahawks or Falcons fans or something. Cause... Yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be Italian Serie A fans. <laughs> right now, a little. So, right. why is it Siri A? Why is there no S on the end? Why is it not series? I don't know. Dude. We don't. We don't. You know, they just do things differently. Who knows? They probably <laughs> think we're we're weird. Oh, I know. We're definitely the dumb Americans. <laughs> All right. So I went with Napoli just because I went to Naples. That's about All right. Isn't there? All right. So next, I just want to say the name of the league because it sounds awesome. The German <laughs> Bundesliga. <laughs> So in the German Bundeslinger, <laughs> we have 
Hertha Eintracht. We have her. I'm pretty sure this is like the name of the city, and then like either the mascot or like the name like of the team or whatever. Because obviously Berlin, but the Hertha Berlin versus right. the Eintracht Frankfurt <laughs> in the German Bundesliga. Yeah, so Frankfurt, that one was longer. I went with that one. Uh, and I went with Frankfurt because, hmm, Frankfurters. <laughs> he, he was hungry. I went with, I'm going with Hertha Berlin because that, that almost sounds like Bertha. Ooh, if you switch around, it would be Bertha. It'd be Bertha. Hey, Bertha Herlin, yeah. <laughs> I think that's your, your next, if you have a daughter, that's her first and middle name right there. Yeah, I think everybody needs to tell me what league this is again. I forget. Oh, I think it's the uh, German Bundesliga. <laughs> well, that's what I heard too. The Bundesliga. <laughs> Bundesliga. <laughs> Swear we're getting murdered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone's still listening. Don't worry. It's like, yeah, that's right. We're pretty safe here. We're pushing two hours. So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the other thing too is all these matches because they're going on around the world. These actually all take place. Uh, most of these are going to be Sunday morning for those in the States, um, like early, like 6 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock in the morning. It'll help us fill that gap where there's usually no sports. Uh, right. I'll watch so it. Ne- I'll watch. Next is a uh, French League, and this is uh, – here, I'll be a stupid American. Oh, wait, wait. Can I, wait, wait. First, can I make soccer fans angry right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right here. Okay, so this is what I do whenever I want to make uh, – Hockey people mad or soccer people mad? Okay, so I'm gonna watch some of these on Sunday morning, and I bet they'll even I bet they'll be like really good games. I bet some of them might even score. (laughs) You see? (laughs) Ouch! Sick burn. All right. Oh, actually, you know what we ought to do too, though. I mean, what happens if any of these matches end in a draw? I guess no points. Should we? Should we be allowed to pick draw? Like I predict this is going to be a draw. <laughs> oh God, no! That's that's too, it's just no points. It's just disqualified. Okay. All right, all right. So next is French league, and this is a uh, Montpellier versus Nice. And I'm yeah, just that's Nice. But nice. let's go with Nice. nice. It's very nice. Uh, yeah, Montpellier. That, that one's longer, obviously. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm Nice. Ooh, longer than Nice. I figured that that Nice was probably too nice, so uh, <laughs> right. We'll go with Montpellier. They're probably playing a Crystal Palace. Hmm. <laughs> that game would be way too nice. <laughs> nice. This was we Crystal Palace. We need to get some of our UK readers to tell us why is it called Crystal Palace, and is Crystal Palace even nice? It's probably like a city, and it's probably like a dump or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, like uh, when we were growing up, one of the playgrounds was Versailles. You know, yeah. you know, Versailles. <laughs> you probably thought, like, if you just, like, came into, like, Chalmette, Louisiana, like, oh, look, Versailles, let's go check out that park. It's like some little dumpy playground with a little baseball field. Versailles. <laughs> Give me my free I drink. I think that was the great part, though, is that we called it Versailles. Like, we didn't, Vers- I mean, we, we grew up there, so we didn't know any better because that's how all uh-huh. the adults pronounced it. So we right. thought it was pronounced Versailles. Vers- and it was just mixed right in with, like, Rebel. <laughs> Rebel <laughs> Park. Well, I don't know what Rebel was, but we always called them Rebel Roaches. Rebel Roaches eat their coaches. Well, it was well, funny. That's the thing, too. Andy, where we grew up, one of the Little League teams was called the Rebel Raiders. And they, they had a Confederate coaches. flag. Wow. Yeah, they, yeah. 
But dude, that was our chat. Was rebel roaches eat their coaches like cannibalism? We were chatting about cannibalism. <laughs> yeah, there was the Raiders. You're right. And Versailles was rebel, rebel Raiders, and they had a big Confederate flag at the end. Yeah. Versailles was the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> All right. So now we're on uh, Mexican Liga, and that's very confusing because one of the teams is called America, and they're playing Atlas. Yeah, so America was longer, so I got to pick them, but I mean, obviously I'm going to pick America, you know, I mean, come on. America. <laughs> yeah, same here. I took them because America, bleep yeah. <laughs> bleep yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I have to go with Atlas because, I mean, America and all, but I mean, Atlas picks up the whole globe, right? I mean. He does, yeah. That's strong. That's a good point. All right, so next is the, uh, is Columbia's soccer league. Uh, or Lee, Ooh, say this Lampiano. one. Yeah. All right, I think it's Andy's turn to say a name. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure it is. It, that looks like Uni Autonoma. Wow. As far as I Deportes Tolima. So, uh, uh, and this, one, uh, I, t- I took Deportes Tolima on this one because of, uh, that's like ESPN in Spanish or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. ESPN is ESPN is deportes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that is completely sound logic. <laughs> Two words. I mean, sports I is right in the name. They've got to be good at sports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, Alan. Anyway, I'm going with <laughs> yeah. Uniatomo. Okay. Who are you going with, Mike? I must have missed it. The two words: deportes. Gotcha, gotcha. Alright. Uh, next we got Honduras or Primera División C Honduras. And we have Marathon, so either you get to run a marathon <laughs> or, or CD Montegua. So you get to listen to a CD of Montegua or you get to run a marathon. Yeah, I don't, I don't do any running and the CD one has two words, so I had to go with that one. I figured that the marathon guys would be able to outlast the CD Montago guys, so um, better stamina is going to win that game. Yeah, I, I'd much rather listen to a CD. So <laughs> you're the one who runs marathons. <laughs> I definitely do not run marathons. You run some stuff. You run some races. <laughs> I run some 5Ks. That's that's good enough. <laughs> so might as well be a marathon. All right. So next we uh. For uh, often guests during the blogathon, uh, Shane Rogers, um, he probably will be able to pick these and actually know what the hell he's talking about. Um, but Australian Soccer League or Australian A League, we have Melbourne Victory versus Sydney Football Club. Yeah, I went with the Victory, uh, and I took Melbourne Victory because of the Aussie Australian Grand Prix connection, and also there's Victory right there in the name. So obviously yeah. they're going. You have to win. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I think at this point I'm just going with Sydney because I'm trying to get. I mean, I got to get us separated a little bit for some points. Mm. I mean, plus Sydney's right. got the Opera House. Oh, so I mean that means they're good at, at football. So <laughs> I'm sweeping NBA with my Live 95 picks. So. All right. <laughs> Very right, get some same, points. Same league, and we have Western Sydney Football Club. So don't mm-hmm. confuse that with the Sydney Football Club. Yeah, no, versus, I heard West Side's tough, man. Yeah, versus Perth Glory. <laughs> Basically, the difference between like East Dillon and West Dillon, East Ooh, Sydney, yeah. and West, you know, the coach 
got ousted basically and had to go over to the other team, you know, mm-hmm. so like a Friday Night Lights. Basically the same thing. I bet uh, it's exactly case, the same. But Andy wouldn't know because he he never finishes Friday Night Lights oh, ever. Not true. I finally finished it about six months ago. Congratulations. It's only about four years after it aired, but, you know, <laughs> I made it. Right. Well, Thank you. Don't worry. I've never started it, so. Ah, oh, you're missing out, oh, man. Ooh. Yeah. All right. I went Western Sydney. Uh, and I went with Perth Glory because uh, Denzel Washington was really good in glory. So. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I'm going to go with Perth Glory because I do like me some Ben Folds. And he recorded, mm-hmm. like, he played with an orchestra, and it was the Perth orchestra that he played with so we have such sound reason for why we're picking this stuff this is great all right so then last of all is the dutch soccer league or dutch Eriste de visie uh, <laughs> and i seriously picked this match up just for the names of the teams because one is yeah. excelsior versus jong psv yeah i don't know what jong psv means there's two words and i like it jong PSV. So, how'd you go with that? Uh, and I took Excelsior because Excelsior. <laughs> so, you know, That's yeah. why. That is yep. the most sound reason we've had of any pick tonight. <laughs> oh, gosh. Jong uh, PSV is clearly the more fun one to say, I think. So, I'm going with that. I can see it's going to be 6 a.m. and I'm going to be screaming, Jong PSV! <laughs> Give me a point. What my question is, what is the I mean like so all of these like pretty much almost all end with like FC, you know, for football club. Right, right. What is PSV? I can't even we need to invent that's what we need to do during blogathon when we're watching this match at like <laughs> nine in the morning. We need to invent what PSV stands for. Well, yeah. PSV, I can't figure it out. I, I just tried to look it up and I don't know. PSV. I don't know. Maybe if I spoke a different language, it looks like I could figure it out. But <laughs> yeah, we'll just have to make it up. Man, uh, I'm looking at I'm looking on the screen, like on ESPN, of multiple games. There's multiple teams with PSV in their name. Yeah. Hmm. See, like this is PSV Union. So people, it obviously something. People soccering. <laughs> Verily, it's probably a different language. Yeah, I was going to say, is there a spelling of football that's a PF where the P is silent? So that's what the P is for. Football, <laughs> football right. Service. For football. Something. For football. Uh, well. Hmm. All right, so that gives us through everything we have in here. Yeah. Um, well, I know there's going to be a, possibly some rugby matches. I mean, probably some cricket matches. There's uh, golf going down. Yeah, there's golf going down, but let's all agree it's not a big tournament, so you're it's right. a good possibility we have absolutely no clue who's going to be in it. Right. There's usually uh, some bull riding going on. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, we covered most of the main stuff. So, And then the Olympics are just right around the corner, like we talked about. So it's going to be fun. When, when do the Olympics start? The next weekend? Yeah, so the Olympics, the opening ceremony is the 6th. Yeah. Um, and the big thing, I mean, really the big thing for this Olympics is to um, one, obviously, Russia's got stuff going on um, with their whole, you know, no gays allowed. And stuff? You know, their whole no gays allowed, and then they say oh, they're oh. not going to allow protests, and then they are. And the other yeah. thing is, I guess, you know, there's worries about, you know, terrorist attacks and stuff. Right. But, yeah. I mean, 
those are kind of like what's going on. But what was more interesting today, though, is I saw some pictures. Um, somebody was like, oh, here's a picture from atop the ski jump. You know, they they took the picture and put it on Twitter. I think it was like uh, Darren Rovell with ESPN um, yeah. or something like that. And they put it up just to be like, oh, here's a really amazing picture, you know, to see how high up these guys are. That was cool. What was more striking to me is there was no snow anywhere. Wow. So, I mean, I, I think, I mean, I don't know how many people really recall a lot about the Olympics. I do, because um, I watch I mean, I'm really big into the Olympics, and I remember Nagano back when they had them, and they had to import snow. And I'm wondering yeah, yeah. if Russia is going to have to do the same. What's What's so interesting about this is that people always said that, you know, nobody would ever contend with China for for how much money, you know, they spent on the Beijing Olympics. Um, right. But Russia... Is, is spending like almost the most ever that's been spent on an Olympics, except half the money is unaccounted for, and they have no idea where it went. So yeah. it's like the shadiest Olympics that's probably ever happened. <laughs> and that's coming from the Salt Lake Olympics. That was incredibly shady, and people lost their jobs over it. True. Yeah. That's right. So, all right, well, uh, we're over two hours, so I think we're going to wrap it up. I've got other things I could talk about, trust me. J.R. Smith is untying people's shoes on the basketball court, and I would love to talk about that, but <laughs> I'll save it. I'll save it for a blog post, I think. We'll save, we'll save it for the next podcast, which we swear, we promise we'll do next year. Oh, yeah, yeah, next week, yeah. It'll be, it'll be during <laughs> Bogathon. Two, two weeks. In two weeks, during Bogathon. Uh, and, of course, A-Rod just got suspended for the whole season, and uh, so we could talk about that. There's so much to talk about, but so... I've got a lot to blog about. Uh, I'll try to get this up, posted. I don't know when I'll have a chance to edit it, but I'll try to get it up maybe tomorrow or Monday. So. All right. And, uh, Mike, up. if you want, um, I got everybody's picks, except I missed your uh, NCAA basketball ones because you read through them really quick. Okay. I'll send it to you. And then we'll get all that posted, too. All right. So. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. And maybe we'll shock you and surprise you by having a podcast at some other point. But if not, then next year, we'll see you. A long time ago, my friend Johnny got suspended for wearing an Islander Sucks t-shirt.